This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, as you know, yesterday, Italy, the entire country, was put on lockdown because of concerns about the spread of COVID-19. So what exactly does that look like? What, how are people responding? We heard about long lines at some grocery stores, so people lining up to try and get enough food and supplies if they had to stay in their homes. Let's check in with Eric Reguli, European Bureau Chief with the Globe and Mail. He joins us on the line. Thanks so much for being with us. Hi, Jill. Uh, where are you and what's happening? I'm in Rome. I'm locked down in Rome. I'm not happy about being locked down in Rome, but I understand that it's necessary to be quarantined. Uh, we're under a lot of restrictions. Uh, we can go out, you know, we can wander around, we can shop, but that's about it. Really, we can't uh, we can't do anything else. And even shopping is a chore because you got to line up outside. So, you know, most Roman stores are quite small. They're mom-and-pop operations. You know, there should never be more than one or two people in these, in these stores at a time to maintain this one-meter distance. So people are lined up outside. When one person comes out, another person goes in. I mean, it's quite it's civilized but slow. Hmm. And, just, and so where you are then in, in your home, do you have enough supplies to last if you don't have to go out and go to the stores? No, I mean, no, we haven't. Listen, there's no panic buying in Italy. And Italy has got a glut of food all the time. No one starves in Italy. Um, I haven't seen any hoarding um, like like you've seen in, you know, there's crazy pictures at Walmart in the United States where people are buying, you know, 50-year supply of toilet paper. Um, it's, it's not seen that here. The stores are open. You can go in, you know, you can get home deliveries. Uh, it, that's not the problem. The problem is you there's no you can't do anything. You you basically have to stay indoors. You can go out to shop. Um, you can go up to to walk around, but you can't leave the city. I mean, I can't drive up to Tuscany because I want to be in the sunshine. Um, can't do that. Hmm. Uh, you mentioned the one meter rule, so that's the rule that people, when you are out and about, you need to stay away from others. Do you, from what you can tell, are people uh, obeying that rule? Um, yes, for the most part. It's an interesting question because uh, I, I didn't think Italians would because Italians are are very sociable. Uh, there, It's Rome, like all Italian cities, it's a lot of people in a small space. It's very, these cities are very congested. There's not a lot of sense of, you know, personal distance. Uh, Italians don't mind crowds. They live in crowds. So, I thought that this one-meter rule would be pretty much ignored, but it seems to be largely obeyed, um, especially among the older people. Because, you know, the numbers here, uh, Jill, are scary. We we just got the new numbers. Um, Overnight, um, almost 1,000 new cases, taking up to 10,150, and 168 new deaths. 168. I think Canada's had one taken the total number of deaths in Italy to 631, which is the second highest in the world. So, I mean, it's, it's bloody serious here, and it's, 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 uh, the older people are especially worried about it. So, yeah, they're, they're taking the one-meter distance uh, seriously. And what's the feeling like if, if you're looking out on the street or you, you've gone out to the grocery stores? or what, what is it? Can you describe kind of what it looks like under this lockdown? Yeah, it's it's surreal. I look look at the streets are not empty. 
Um, but there's very few tourists around. I'd say maybe a quarter to a fifth of what they what they normally the streets are a quarter to a, a fifth of what their normal traffic would be. Um, and you know this is shocking to us because Rome is you know is a very crowded, social, buzzy city. You know, and to see largely empty streets, to see you know no one at the Colosseum or the Spanish Steps, or very few people at the Pantheon, St. Peter's Square uh, at the Vatican was is entirely empty. I mean, they just they just shut it down, um, and it, it does look like you know a neutron bomb's gone off. Well, exactly, because I think if anybody who's been there would remember this or even seen pictures or movies, it's bustling with people in cafes and restaurants and on the streets. That's kind of the normal, uh, even for this time of year before the the huge summer tourism season, that would be a normal scene on any of those streets. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why people love Rome, because it's it's alive. You know, it's not just the history and the culture. It's just the street life is just so so fun, so compelling, and you know, I mean, within probably 200 meters of my house, there's there's got to be seven or eight cafes and bars and dozens of restaurants. And, you know, um, you know, most of them are, are, are closed. You can't open restaurants in the night. Some are, some are open in the daytime, but you still got to keep that space. You know, they can't fill tables. Mm. Uh, so, so what do you do then as far as, uh, do you get the sense that, are people okay with this? Like you said, the numbers have jumped overnight, uh, 631 deaths in that in that country. Are people okay with this because they realize the, the reason why it's happening, or do people think that it's an overreaction? Um, I, at first, I thought, last week when, I, when they closed down northern Italy, a lot of Italians thought it was an overreaction, but then they, they saw what's happening in China. The, the, the severe uh, isolation efforts in China seem to be working. I'm just looking at the latest tally here. So in the last 24 hours, the number of new cases in China, which has a billion and a half people, was only 26. I mean, think of that, only 26. Italy was almost 1,000. Um, so uh, the Italians realize that the, the Chinese are finally getting this under control, you know, more than two months later, by by... Uh, locking, isolating cities, um, and so Italy is now isolated. You, you saw even the Austrians. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. Austria closed its um, border with Italy, so you you cannot fly from Italy to Austria. You can't drive, and you can't get on on trains. I mean, I, I can't remember whenever this has happened because you know most of Europe is a, is a there's no borders. It's right. a passport free zone. So. Um, you know, uh, Europe is very worried about uh, Italian transmission to to other countries. So at this point, is it still April 3rd is the date and then they'll re-examine or we should get more information as far as the lockdown? Yeah, until April 3rd. Uh, I, the reason I think, uh, Jill, that is because the incubation period is about two to three weeks. So starting, yes, so today was the first day of lockdown. You add three weeks and it takes you to about April 3rd, at which point, you know, they'll reassess. Um, you know, if people obey this, this one meter rule and stay indoors, I think there's a pretty good chance um, it'll be reopened. But now those 11 towns up north that were in strict quarantine, those are the first 11 towns, most of them near Milan. It was, the collective population was 50,000. They've, they've reopened those towns. Uh, right. So they, they can 
you know, uh, wander around. So we're hopeful. I mean, I'm going to go crazy, you know, not, you know, sitting in this uh, apartment for three weeks unless it happens. Yeah, and I think a lot of people can relate. Uh, Eric, we will leave it there. My guess is we'll try and uh, touch base with you again over the next few days. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time. Okay, anytime, Jill. Bye-bye. Okay, Eric Reguli. He is the European Bureau Chief at the Globe and Mail on the line from Rome.